Live from New York, it's Andre Mullen, and this is Connections, powered by IMVC. Welcome to Connections. I'm Andre Mullen, and I wanted to start off this show by shouting out you, yes, you, who are staying consistent with the dream. You may have had some bumps along the way, but congrats to you for sticking it through. So, you know, I just thought I'd share that. Today I have the, the privilege of being joined with Miss Suleiki Roman of Suleiki Roman Events. Um, Suleiki is, I have to say, is one of the most delightful persons you will ever meet. I mean, she's soft-spoken, she's a little shy, but let me tell you something. She is responsible for putting together and coordinating some of the best Christian hip-hop and urban Christian events here in New York. Suleiki, thanks for joining us here on Connections. <laughs> How are you? Thank you for having me. Thank uh, you for having me. Uh, that man. was a really nice intro. Uh, it's, it's true, though. It's true. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's real true. I, I'm, I'm, I am of the persuasion that, hey, look, got to give credit what credit is due. That's how that is. Um, so let me ask you, you, you know, you've, you've put together a variety of, of events that range from simple affairs to weddings, to church functions, to album release launches. Tell me what and or when was, was it that you had that moment where you said to yourself, yeah, this is what I want to do for real. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had that moment um, when I was in uh, City College. I was uh, attending City College in Harlem for education and cultural art study. And so I I literally was just going in to become a, a professor of cultural arts. And I met a group of friends who um, attended a Bible study club. And they needed help with reaching the campus, um, like being missional. And so I would uh, just literally volunteer once a week to help out with coordinating events to um, reach the community. So we made specific events to reach, um, you know, the science um, department, to reach the philosophy department. And so, yeah, so, so ever since that moment, about four years ago, I just, you know, really enjoyed doing outreach events. And, that, and, that, and I realized that I was uh, uh, able to do them. So. Uh, so that was the aha moment. That, that was definitely the yeah. aha moment. <laughs> so, for, mm-hmm. you know, for, for some people, being an event coordinator may just be the person like who's working the day of the event. You know, while, while I, uh-huh. I know that's I know that's kind of your title. Um, but does do you ever find that your role gets bigger than that? Oh, yes. Yes, for sure. Uh, so what I usually do is um, coordinate the day of, but I have to also build a relationship with venues. I have to contact the artists. I speak with the artist managers. Um, so it's about building relationships and, you know, just overseeing the day is not is not small. You know, it's a, it's a big part in speaking to sponsors, to vendors. Um, you run around all day, you know, you make sure that everyone gets what they requested on their writer as far as sound and tech. And so it's just so much more than that. And uh, even the build up to the event date is a lot of work um, with scouting locations as well. So yeah, it just plays a lot of different roles. So you become, you know, person who uh, guides the volunteers. You know, you, you know, you become the go-to person um, for sponsors. And so, wow. yeah, it's a, it's a big, it's a, 
It's not a responsibility. <laughs> wow. Wow. So most people know uh-huh. you. They most people know you for your events that involve um, the urban Christian and and Christian hip hop community. I mean, you've coordinated, you know, some of the most, I would definitely say, um, impactful album releases, releases and concerts, you know, here in New York. I mean, Andy Minio's Neverland release, Northern Lights tour with Swoop and Kristen Gray, Southern Lights tour, Alex Faith and Dre Murray. How do you how how did you really transition into putting together these, you know, these concerts with notable artists from, you know, just doing like simple missional events? Or are they all pretty much kind of like the same? Um, I would definitely say they, they're like, they're all the same, you know, um, in different scales. So you have, you know, you have smaller events that, um, you know, re- require one performer and it affects like a small community and then you have you know um artists like Andy and like uh Christian Gray and you know all the guys from Collision and basically it impacts the whole like city and so um just keeping the same formula which is you know being yourself making sure that you are not just saying hey I'm booking you you know work you know uh, come and perform but actually having a vision and most people have to be on one accord with the vision and so when they reach out to me and they ask me for help um it's really just been hey what's your vision for your show and how can I make it happen how can I serve you guys in making sure that this um is not just entertaining but it's missional and so just keeping that theme like vision for all of these events help a lot and um, I would say definitely um, being at different events like just volunteering uh, got me involved with work with Collision I attended Brat Fest about two and a half years ago and yeah basically I met them there I was helping out Eli uh, who is from Unique and I was just helping him I was under tables and they happened to be the table that I was working for so you know these are just small things like volunteering has led me into also volunteering for Andy before um, led me to working with him. So, yeah. Wow. Volunteering and making sure that I, I give my services um, for free, you know, and then they would, like, call me up and hire me for gigs. So that was cool. Nah, that's, that's, that's definitely, definitely a good situation. And so, you you know, you've done, you've, you've dealt with, um, and you and can continue to deal with uh, Christian hip-hop. Um, most recently, you've had the opportunity to work with True Voices, for their poetry uh-huh. and autumn tour and tour, um, what makes exposing tours like this um, so important, in your opinion, you know, to the Christian community at large? Yeah, I would say it's really important. Specifically, I'm so excited to working with you know with your voices on this. I'm um, working, you know, Jackie Hill, Ezekiel, uh, Genetic, and Preston Perry. Um, because not only does True Voice have a huge uh, platform for the poetry world, um, you know, but we get to mix together our promotional, you know, um, platform, which is me through music and them through poetry. It just, it allows people that can't invite their friends to church out to a night where they get to hear the gospel and, um, you know, making it a comfortable environment and entertaining environment and just, you know, yeah, making making the night um, something that they'll talk about and then even inquire, like, hey, this is not just poetry, this is not just the art, but this is, you know, this is a bigger message. Um, and it's talking about Jesus, you know? So I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I love how I love how you're I love how you're able to 
um, incorporate incorporate the the going forth of the gospel and a real cool laid back slick event that really captures people I, I, I just love it I think that's one of the things that has always had me really um, really excited about events that you have that you're you sponsor and you put together because going to going to a Suleiki Roman Roman event you know exactly what you're going to get every time and that's a that's that's a great thing and you know and I, and I, and I, that leads me to this because I think it's I think it's safe to say that you are if not one of the point persons here in New York you know to work with when it comes to artists planning to come into the city for an event um, the events you know thus far you know your events have just been they, they've been phenomenal they've been very successful they've been de- they definitely been talked about what would be your advice to people that are that want to come artists that want to come to New York um, but just have no idea how to do it yeah alright so I would say you know uh, one of two things and those uh, the first part is making sure that you know coming to New York is not just a, you know, I just need to have a show in New York, but there's a purpose and a vision behind it. Um, and definitely, like, if it's promoting a song, if it's promoting a CD or EP, or if, it's, if it makes sense, you know, just to, if you're traveling to the East Coast, um, yeah, so just having a, a vision behind it and having a purpose to, you know, to come to New York. I think a lot of times people are like, oh, if I, if I get to do a show in New York, I get all of exposure, and, and yeah, that's, that's part of it, but it's not all, all the reasons to come to New York and have a showcase, you know, it's, it's more about what song are you trying to share with the world, and what CD are you trying to push, um, and the second part is, I would say, um, you know, making sure that, you know, you contact me, so that I can, like, send out your music, and, make sure that, you know, it, it fits a lineup. Um, usually when people contact me for events, for showcases, um, you know, that they don't fit the lineup. I don't, I don't make the, you know, random artists together is the purpose. You know, everything is, every detail um, from the performances to the songs that are, you know, performed are very selective. And so, you know, I make sure that I contact those that fit the bill. So, you know, if it's gospel, it's going to be a gospel lineup. If it's, you know, it's probably a pop lineup. So, yeah. So, it's, it's, so it's, just, it's, it's, really, it's really strategic in nature. So it, yes. that's, that's really what it's yes. about. Okay. Because I, you know, because I know that there are, that there are a, a ton of artists that, you know, I think they're, I think they are really focused on coming to New York. But they have have these, these I guess a few hang-ups I guess if we could say that um, and really yeah. think that and really think that oh man you know um, you know New York is such a big place I hear a lot of different things New York is such a big place um, and then they and you know they don't it, and it really is because they think that they think that New York is Buffalo even though New York is Buffalo New York Buffalo is not tri-state New York so you know for all those artists that are listening and management that's listening, understand that New York is a very big place and you 
definitely need to be contacting Suleki if you want to try to get up there. That you know, but that hey, shameless plug. Yeah. I don't care. But so the venues that you, the venues that you typically get for your events are not typical church settings. They're, they they're definitely not. Um, what are the challenges that you found um, to be with securing venues for? urban Christian and Christian hip-hop genre here in New York that are not churches? You know, has there been any challenges? Oh. And, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's been so many challenges with having, um, you know, non-traditional church uh, venues simply because, number one, most clubs and lounges, you know, they do... I, I, would say, I might not say all of them, but the majority do request, you know, um higher like higher uh, venue cost and and they it's more upkeep and it's like you know have to sell insurances and right. and so just a fi- from, the, from the financial perspective it's way more money um but it, it's providing a, a certain style of sound and it's you know giving you quality sound but i would say another challenge um is really just the bar setting um okay. I, I have had a lot of lounges and venues say, hey, you know, I, I love what you're doing. You have a positive, you know, group of people. Like, I don't have to worry about security guards at your events. But at the same token, we are not going to sell liquor. You know, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to sell out of our bar at your, you know, with your event. And right. so that's really what these venues want. They want to, you know, push their, their alcohol or their food. And so a lot of times the food is excellent, but the venue doesn't go with the bar and so this is a challenge and I'm not gonna, you know, promote um, you know, something on a bar at my events when the goal is to be missional. Um, but yeah, those are some of the challenges and I think another challenge has been um, being overlooked because they're like, Man, I see the numbers, I see that you can bring five hundred people to my venue, but how do we benefit? You know, how how does this continue to benefit our venue? And so the goal is to build relationships with these venues. I, I try my hardest to not just show up and say, hey, how much is it? Let me pay, you know? But, and, and even in that, there's a challenge, you know, I'm getting the finance and getting sponsorship and getting, you know, fundraising for these for these venues. Um, that's, cost, that's more costly than the church. So, yeah, uh, so those are the challenges. Yeah, I can, I, I guess I can, I, I mean, because, you know, I'm thinking that, you know, you, you know, as you mentioned, you know, they are, they're probably thinking. They're probably thinking just right off the top of their head that there's certain things that they, quote unquote, can't do. Obviously, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure the the um, selling of alcohol and all other stuff is one of their things. Like, hey, look, you know, typically at at lounges and at bars and stuff like that. That's how they make, you know, the the majority of their money. So I'm sure that you know now, you know, you got you got quote unquote church folk come in. <laughs> it is like, nah, we don't drink, we're good. Oh man, <laughs> you know. So, so I, yeah. I, I'm sure, I'm sure I can, I can understand those challenges. Let me ask you three things that can make an event go from good uh-huh. to bad to ugly. Three things, go. Um, <laughs> bad sound. Uh, not enough volunteers, and I would say. A late artist. Wow, a late artist. <laughs> a <Yes>. late artist. <laughs> that is serious. So, yes. so, so. All right. So let, let's let's just delve into that just a little bit. Late art. How does a late artist really 
really make an event go can go haywire? How does that happen? So one, you know, they don't show up for sound check on time. So if they have like a band or an instrument and they're not there during a you know the timely fashion for a sound check, it leads for you know not having the right mic setting, not having the right sound setting, you know, having issues with plugging in their guitars and any other instruments, and so it leads to you know issues like those technical difficulties that you see on stage when you know that's part of it but there's other reasons for technical difficulties but that's one of the reasons you know um like it also affects meeting grades you know people pay for tickets to meet an artist and if they're tardy if they're late you know a flight is delayed or they're stuck in traffic or you know they just aren't mindful of time it affects everything it affects the whole day you know and and so especially with a headliner for a showcase um or even even if a regular opener the opener definitely affected as well so um yeah early artist Wow. Affects everything. <laughs> so yeah. So, so let me ask you, um, your what a, what is your what is your favorite event to coordinate? I would have to say concerts. I really really enjoy concerts. I I love them a lot. Like I love music. I'm not I'm not music inclined whatsoever. I can't play instrument or hold the tune. I'll hold the note. <laughs> and so. I I appreciate music. I appreciate artists, and so I love to see people connect to the music um, that the artists perform. I like to see non-believers who hear Christian music or Christian hip hop, and they're blown away by it. And so I would say, yeah, concerts are my favorite. Those those are my favorite. Uh, you know, I I tell you that um, I haven't been to any of your other events. Um, but like I said, I, I think I'm biased in saying, and I think I think I, I think I can honestly say that you know the concerts that you have coordinated and put together have just been like they've they really have have been surprisingly um, they've been surprisingly I guess surprisingly very um, well well organized, and not to say that you're not, but just to say that. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of bad <laughs> bad stuff out there as far as uh-huh. events and stuff like that and to see an event that that really and I understand there's hiccups and there's bumps you know but you know on the outside you know as the as the actual concert goer seeing it really run as smooth as possible and get and not and definitely seeing that you know it seems like it's all together and, and it's and you know it's and it's coming to, it's coming together and it is together that's a great thing and i think that especially with you know with within you know the urban christian and christian hip-hop genre there's always a lot of talk of how things are done and they're not done in excellence they're not done um with a sense of confidence and i think that you definitely have in encapsulated that and really really are demonstrating to people that like all right yo this this can be done you know this can be done and uh and that's a great thing thank you man so i wanted to talk to you you. i want to talk to you about 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 a recent post of yours on instagram where you broke down Uh where you broke down your testimony and you said and i just i i i I had to i had to like write it down and just reread it a few times but i think it really just was real powerful to me you said 
Um, my testimony is something I usually don't share verbally every chance I get. I try and show it through my actions and in the way I live life with others. God came into my life and transformed it completely seven years ago. I was an antisocial, hateful, insecure, quiet, and reserved person. When Jesus became my focus, I learned to love, trust, and gain confidence and even became social. I went to college to pursue cultural art history, and when I dedicated my life to Christ, my goals changed. My focus became to use my organizational skills, my love for art, and culture to magnify the gospel. I pray my events bless you all. With all that being said, how would you rate your passion for what you do? From, from 1 to 10? How would I yeah, rate one, it? 1 to 10. One, I would say I would definitely say a 10. It's, it's, um, I just enjoy so much uh, what I do and that's that's, you know, in itself something that God um, allowed for me to enjoy because my goal was to, you know, uh, pre-Christ was to uh, have a regular nine-to-five, you know, job as a teacher and um, be able to, like, teach people about cultural arts. And there was no depth into it besides the surface stuff. And I think that once, um, you know, of course, of course, with anything that you're that you love and you're passionate about, there's gonna be like the hiccups and bumps on the road. And so there's times where you wanna give up because you're like, man, this is so difficult to keep trying to provide excellent quality with every show. This is you know, these venues cost so much or people but people, you know, that say that they're gonna help out, they don't. And so it becomes very discouraging. But when you're passionate about what you do, it's not about, you know, what can, what's going to go wrong. It's about what can go right. And how can we fix the, the things that, um, or how can you work with the things that have messed up? You know, sometimes I've had lineups secured and set in the artist book, and they, you know, have to cancel or they can't make it. And literally another artist comes on to the lineup, and it makes the event even better, you know, as you see it in person. Because... Um, it's just, it's, it's about doing what you enjoy. And as I'm pursuing, um, you know, better and bigger events um, and sharing the gospel, um, God just keeps blessing it. So it makes me even more passionate. I'm like, this is what God's called me to do. So I'm going to do it right. And um, yeah, I would definitely say a 10. So yeah, I definitely yeah. love it and enjoy it. Yeah, man, I love that. Telling you that's that's just so powerful. Slicky, thank you so much for taking the time out and chatting with us here on Connections. I'm, I'm telling you, I this is one of those conversations that I think I was I was really, 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 really looking forward to because I I hear and see so much about you, and you know to to actually get an opportunity to talk to you and and get an idea of uh, um, really the the. The woman behind, you know, the woman behind the events is, is actually really, really cool. Thank you so much for taking the time out. How can how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, people can contact me through my website. I have a booking form that people can fill out. Also, my email um, is sulikeeventsbooking at gmail.com. And so anyone can contact me and, yeah, just shoot me a message and talk about what they want, you know, how they want to be a part of um, any events right here in New York. And, yeah, they can also book me. 
Nice. I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you get at Suleiki. You need her services in your life. If you're trying to come to New York as a as an artist, manager, whatever, whoever, I'm telling you right now, you need to make sure you get with this young lady because she definitely can make can make it happen for you. Again, Suleiki, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. You know, I, I, I really do. I think this is just fantastic. And, um, you know, obviously and always, you know, you got our support here at IMBC and, you know, with everything that we're doing over here. So thank you again for your time. Appreciate it. You're listening to Connections. This is Andre Mullen. I tell you, um, it's been great. You know, this is how we do it every single time. You want to make sure that you stay tuned into our podcast. And just so I can help you out, because some of you have been trying to contact us, you can get at us at talk to us at imbc.nyc for any information pertaining to our conference, podcast, you name it. We got the answers for your questions. All right. You know, we always end every podcast with some of the best music from some of the best indie artists that are around. And this one, we're ending off with my boy Wonder Why featuring Erin, Eris, pardon me, Ford, with Crazy Love. You heard it here. I'm telling you, keep it locked. This is how we do it all the time. Thanks for joining us here on Connections. I'm Andre Mellon. Peace. There's no way that I can make it without you Not by my strength, by my will or my power I'm calling on you now, laying down my pride I'm in need of a rescue tonight Knowing that there's hope for me And knowing that you didn't give up on me I'll make it I'll make it oh. But it does, yeah You know that we get it and we ride
Live from New York, it's Andre Mullen, and this is Connections, powered by IMVC. Access the life in Access. Access.